Hello. Welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. I invite you to stop, breathe, and mindfully explore ways to better understand and manage the daily struggles of motherhood. I'm your host, Maggie Metz. Today we continue our nine-part series on the fruit of the Spirit with a brief breath prayer and a conversation with Kelly Moses about the spirit of joy. I invite you now to practice a breath prayer centered on joy. If you are able, find a comfortable seated position. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down away from your ears. Close your eyes. Now begin taking deep cycles of breath, inhaling through your nose, and exhaling through your nose. Do your best to maintain these deep cycles of breath throughout the exercise. Today we're going to practice a breath prayer focused on increasing joy and diminishing sorrow in our hearts. With each inhale, we're going to focus on embracing and increasing the joy within our hearts. And with each exhale, we're going to focus on extinguishing the sorrow within our hearts. We will repeat this breath prayer three times, taking a deep, cleansing breath in between each repetition. So begin by taking a deep breath, inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your nose, then repeat after me, either mindfully or out loud. Inhale, I embrace joy. Exhale, I reject sorrow. Take a deep breath. And again. Inhale. I embrace joy. Exhale. I reject sorrow. Take another deep breath. And last time. Inhale. Joy abounds. Exhale. Sorrow dissipates. Take another deep cleansing breath, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose. Now maintain these deep cycles of breath as you reflect on the overflow of joy and the dissipation of sorrow. Simply reflect on the feeling of joy overflowing for a few moments. Notice any feelings and emotions that arise within as you continue to reflect on that overflow of joy. 
continue deep breathing as you allow yourself to mindfully rest in this space for one more deep cycle of breath. Now start to bring awareness to your body. Notice how you feel seated in an upright position. The same position in which you started this exercise. Notice places where tension still resides, as well as places where tension might have been released. Gently and without any judgment at all, compare how you feel now to how you felt at the beginning of the practice. Hopefully, after practicing this breath prayer, you find yourself with a greater sense of capacity to embody joy. Feel free to pause here and practice this breath prayer for as long as you'd like. But when you're ready to move on, take one more deep cleansing breath and open your eyes to a soft gaze. Today, we have Kelly Moses with us to talk about her journey of motherhood and the spirit of joy. Kelly is a mama of three and wife to a, quote, tall, hunky farmer who loves food, end quote. Kelly is a stay-at-home mom who is a graphic designer turned baker and cookie creator. In her spare time, she loves being with friends and family, laughing and eating really good food. Her favorite food is macaroni and cheese and seafood. Kelly's favorite fictional character is Jessie from Boxcar Children because she is one of four kids and she created a home for her family. Kelly is a sweet, kind-hearted, joyful woman and I'm blessed to know her in real life. I'm certain the words that she has to offer will be a blessing to you today. So, without further ado... Kelly, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood podcast. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Never yeah. done this before, but this yeah, is fun. I'm really excited. I feel like uh, you're a really good one for joy because when I see you, I sense joy in you. And so I feel like God has uniquely equipped you to talk about this. So yeah, I'm excited. Welcome. Can't wait. <laughs> so why don't you start off just telling us a little bit about your motherhood journey thus far? My motherhood journey this far has, well, I would love to say it would continue on forever and ever, Mm -hmm. but my husband doesn't seem to think that, you know, 20 kids would be a great idea. So (laughs) right now we are at three. I'm always Mm -hmm. hopeful for more, but Mm -hmm. I have a seven-year-old who will be going into second grade. Mm -hmm. I have a five-year-old who will be going into kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And then I have a three-year-old, which we haven't decided if he will start preschool or not. He wants to just farm full-time. Oh, already he (laughs) knows. (laughs) He knows his life calling. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Okay. So I I overthink a lot, but sometimes basic can be powerful. Mm -hmm. Even just in the mundane, we can find Mm -hmm. really powerful words and and thought and meaning. Mm -hmm. And so what is joy to you? What does it look like and what does it feel like? Yeah, you had kind of given me this question Mm -hmm. beforehand and I've been thinking a lot about it. And I think 
you know, as a Christian, joy means one thing. Mm -hmm. But then as human beings, Mm -hmm. we all understand what joy would mean. You Mm -hmm. know, it might look different for me and you, but it is, you know, it's a feeling of happiness. It's Mm -hmm. a feeling of delight to feel content and safe in mm-hmm. something and to fully, I mean, it includes the word, but to fully enjoy and delight mm-hmm. in something. Mm-hmm. I think we recognize it as a feeling, mm-hmm. but then with that comes, you know, further meaning depending on where you're at in life mm-hmm. or, and your belief system. Yeah. So, you know, Webster, I know I had to pull this up. Yes. His, uh, his definition is uh, the emotion evoked by well-being, success or good fortune or by prospect of possessing what one desires, mm-hmm. an expression or exhibition of such emotion, you know, gaiety, happiness, mm-hmm. causes or sources of delight. Mm-hmm. So we all understand what joy is as an emotion and as a feeling. Right. And as a believer myself, then joy takes on a whole nother meaning mm-hmm. per, you know, what the Bible tells us that it is. Right. And biblical joy for me means um, and for all of us, mm-hmm. um, scripture is clear that biblical joy is not those feelings of delight mm-hmm. coming from our circumstances. Right. Those feelings of delight and that emotion is rooted in the foundation of who God is mm-hmm. and what his promises are. Mm-hmm. So it's funny to think about this. I am I'm a creative person. I'm an art major. Mm-hmm. I do. all you know, my brain is constantly creating and thinking and wanting to create experiences Mm -hmm. but I'm also a very black and white person so these two (laughs) things could kind of contrast at times so for for me in the biblical sense like I find such safety Mm -hmm. and contentment and knowing that what God says is true that the Bible is a solid rock Mm -hmm. that my relationship with the Lord will grow but it'll never go away Mm -hmm. and so for me like safety in those things is the foundation of my joy Mm. and I don't think I think about that all the time when I'm experiencing the motion of joy right but I as you sent me these questions I just kept thinking joy does come fairly natural for me Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an outgoing bubbly person by nature Mm -hmm. But to, you know, sit back, like you just said a few minutes ago, think about basic things like this is who I am Mm -hmm. because God created me this way. Mm. And because I'm blessed to have, you know, 30 plus years now of a foundation with the Lord that these things have been instilled in me. And Mm. I to think about it more now, I think I've taken for granted like that I've had this joy because of him all along. It's not just, you know this is my personality and we're all made different. Like, no, God made me this way for a certain reason. and. And I'm excited to explore like Mm. the motherhood side of Mm -hmm. joy. Yeah, that's really cool. And almost I wonder if anyone listening and even in me thinking like, that must be nice. (laughs) (laughs) So naturally to you and it truly is a beautiful thing. And I mean, there are nine fruit of the spirit. So surely everyone listening has at least one of them that comes more naturally. Right. So. For me, I think I, I I most closely gravitate toward love because I I just love anyone I meet, mm. and they could even not like me, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I love you. <laughs> so uh, joy is not not the one for me that I really gravitate toward and find myself feeling that I naturally exude, mm. but neat to hear that you do, 
um, and respect that about you and recognize that that's different from me, but that God has gifted me differently and he's Mm -hmm. gifted you with joy. So yeah, just refreshing to hear that from you because it's not something that I, and even maybe somebody listening to would resonate with, but Mm -hmm. to see that there are special ones out there who who (laughs) do, you know, like they just embody joy from a more natural standpoint whether based on a foundation of their faith mm-hmm. or however they come about it to have that naturally is a beautiful thing. And I'm thankful for that in you. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful for it as well. And ever since you talked to me, you know, months ago about mm-hmm. I think you straight up asked me, are you a generally joyful person? <laughs> and I, I don't did. know. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever asked it Mm. or asked me that question. You know, I've grown up, received comments of, oh, you're Mm -hmm. outgoing. Oh, you're bubbly. Yes. Um, But for somebody to say to see joy in me, Mm -hmm. that was like a new experience. Mm. I think someone else answered it on behalf of me. Yeah. That was there. And even I never told you this, but even after you said that, I thought, okay, Lord, like that's you. That's you through me. Yes. I've always enjoyed being an outgoing, bubbly person. Like that's part of my personality. But I did never thought about it in terms of this is joy from the Lord yeah. going outward. Right. And that's part of the light that I get to carry for yeah. him. And it almost sounds like kind of giving him credit. Yes, like, absolutely. Like, wow. How did I? Yes. Yeah, like, like, thank you, Jesus. Lord, <laughs> I didn't know you did that for me. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, so, that's great. so cool. That's so great. Yeah. And so I had really been soaking in the fruit of the spirit. I don't know where this fascination came about. I kind of at one point randomly thought I should memorize them all by heart to where I can rattle because I always thought it was cool. Like, oh, oh these are the free that yeah. we're supposed to share mm-hmm. with the world. And I knew that I loved love and I struggled with self-control. But other than that, I didn't really know much about them. And mm-hmm. so it was just this leading to memorize them and daily ask God to help me to embody each of the Mm. nine fruit. And Mm. so I think that's where it started maybe like three or four years ago. And so I've, I've been meditating on them and studying Mm. them and praying to embody them greater just as a whole and learning more about them to where I just feel like I'm more mindful of someone who embodies or like Hmm. Helps me to see each of them, and, and so I think that's like. how yeah. I picked it out from you because I that's had cool. been Looking really mindful of them, yeah, mm-hmm. and searching for them, yeah. So. Which reminds me, we did an activity with my kids mm-hmm. where we, you know, of course, of course, I had to create them, you know, yeah. But we created the actual fruit, and, you know, laminate them. I love my oh, laminator, fun. and then we had them. We had a basket with each of their names on it, and then when yeah. they saw a fruit of the spirit, then they had to call mm. it out and put it in their basket. Wow, you know, this sounds way more intentional than what it ended up being, but yeah. the idea was there. Mm. You know, just like you said, just to be mindful and mm-hmm. to notice them. Mm. You know, what what does that look like yes. in real life? Because right. we read it on a page in scripture, yeah, and it's very like idealistic at some point right. and sometimes like these are what they are and we all know what they are and we can you know hum them to a certain tune yes. and yeah. do all these things but what does exactly. it look like to see them in mm-hmm. day-to-day real mm-hmm. life yes yeah I love that practical application mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so when have you found it challenging to embody joy on the journey of motherhood either a specific example or like in a certain season yeah. whatever you want to speak to I had to ask my best friend to help me think Mm. through this question because in the last couple of days, we've kind of loosely talked about it. Mm -hmm. 
motherhood, and I say this with all sensitivity, has come very naturally to me. Mm. Uh, my thirdborn has humbled me in many, many mm. ways, but it's not been a struggle to find joy in motherhood. Mm-hmm. It's become a struggle at times when I feel like I have to do motherhood in my own strength, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I'm a very type A person. Mm-hmm. So when I try to take too much control mm-hmm. of, you know, my kids' lives and making decisions for them. And mm-hmm. when I try too hard to push in my own strength, yeah. then the joy of it comes out because mm. God created me to be a mom. Mm-hmm. God created my children mm-hmm. and they were set. You know, I love the phrase a mentor of mine said, my children are here because of God's kingdom calendar. He mm-hmm. chose this time for them to be here. Yes. And so the joy comes out when I try to take over too much. Mm-hmm. And it, these are his children. Yeah. I'm here for a purpose as well. Mm-hmm. But the joy comes out when I try too hard to be a mom. It becomes very selfish at that point. Yeah. And that's when the joy gets sucked out. I feel like that's so relatable. And specifically, I feel like what I'm hearing you say that reminds me of something that I think often and that I struggle with is that for me, control kind of sucks the joy out of my experience as Mm -hmm. a mom but also in my work that I do in anything that I do really Mm -hmm. is when I try to control it it's like I'm smothering any part of it that would ooze joy right right yeah in my marriage with my husband when we were dating he used a phrase at one point to call me out and he said you are stealing the joy Mm. out of our relationship. Wow. Because I, I was trying to protect myself. Therefore I was trying to take so much control. And when I think I know what's best and when I let that take over Mm -hmm. leaning into what the Holy spirit has in store and wants me to listen to, then yeah, the joy does get sucked out. And like Mm -hmm. you said, that can apply to any area of Mm -hmm. life, not just motherhood. Yeah, for sure. I was telling my friend who I was having help me think through these questions. When you are posed certain questions, it sometimes makes you evaluate or look back at things differently. Right. And there was a season in my life a few years ago. It was a long season. It was about a five-year season Mm. where I did really struggle mentally. Mm. And But looking back, I just see like how faithful the Lord was. And he juxtaposed that Mm. season alongside the best season of my life, becoming a mom, you know, becoming a wife and becoming a mom. And Mm. I don't look back at that season and think I didn't enjoy it. From both perspectives, from the motherhood perspective and from the struggle perspective. Wow. Because he had filled me up with so much joy and gave mm-hmm. me the desires of my hearts to be a mom. That was my dream job. You know, I've always wanted to be mm-hmm. a mom. Wow. But he put those two things at the same time and he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember feeling unjoyful. Mm-hmm. You know, there was struggle, like right. hard, sorrowful struggles, scary mm-hmm. struggles. But he put that alongside the greatest one of the greatest joys of my life being a mom Mm, and so like I just that question helped me go back and reflect like Mm -hmm. oh lord like that fruit that you have made naturally to me you allow you use that Mm. you used you to save me in a season that was really hard Mm. yeah it was just interesting to look back at it with Mm -hmm. the lens of joy like you said Mm -hmm. like through the lens of joy yeah what did that look like Mm -hmm. And that just looked like God's faithfulness. So did those two things, when you look back, do they stand in stark contrast or do they mesh? I think when you look at it, 
there's a contrast, but they God works in the details. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, they do contrast, mm-hmm. but because of God, then they mesh together. Mm-hmm. And that's part of my, you know, that's yeah. part of my story. That's part of the testimony that I can give to who mm-hmm. God is and yeah. what he has done in my life. That's really cool. So Kelly, what are some resources or words of encouragement that you can offer other mamas today from a lens of joy? Oh, this is hands down the best piece of advice I could give to anybody (laughs) from the lens of joy and beyond is surround yourself with Mm -hmm. people, all sorts of people. Mm -hmm. It takes a, it really truly takes a village. The best blessing and the greatest resources in my journey of motherhood has been other moms. Mm. The ones that have gone before me, the ones that are coming after me. Mm-hmm. The phrase I like to use is I love to cultivate from others' experiences. Mm. I don't necessarily look at it as a comparison. I look right. at it as, oh, I love what that person did there. I want to pull mm-hmm. that. Or this person over here, this experience, yes. I want to pull that. Right. Or I saw this, I don't want to pull that. Mm-hmm. And just an accumulation of those around me yeah. and you have to be in community with others, especially in the season of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like that will resonate with a lot of people. And I think what I resonate with about what you're saying and what I think I'm hearing is that it's kind of a mentality of instead of me versus her mm-hmm. or my family versus her family and how those look different or how I need to measure up to mm-hmm. what she's doing, it's more this like, overall togetherness mm-hmm. and like doing it together oh, versus yeah. like comparing and contrasting and trying to measure up to what someone else is doing that I feel like from my outside perspective looks better than what I'm doing right or how what I'm doing is better than what she's doing and she should really step up it's this like collective togetherness mm-hmm. that we're just cheering each other on cheering each other on that's mm-hmm. the best way to put it there's always going to be a comparison mm-hmm. But I don't think it it has to be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at my best friend and my sister-in-law who have personalities completely different than me. But I look to them and I think watching you makes me mm. better in these ways. Yeah. You know, being around you right. makes me change the way I think about certain things. Mm-hmm. And no, we don't do things the same all the time. Right. That would be horrible, that you know? Would that so would be boring. no fun. <laughs> yeah, it'd be no fun. Yeah. But I do look to them and I think I'm thankful that I get to watch them and do life with them mm-hmm. because they give me or they show me the qualities mm-hmm. that I don't have that I would love to instill. Right. Or practice, you know, yeah. just even practice. Yeah. Well, no. And then when they're <clears> encouraging <throat> to you, as I'm sure they are, you're amazing. They'll say like, Kelly, you do this so well and I want to be more like this. And thank you for showing me your authentic shepherding of your own children. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just sure that what you're doing with your littles is an inspiration to them just as much as they are to you. I hope it goes both ways. I hope it's a a give and take. And yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about those friendships in particular and just that, yeah, we don't do things the same way. Our strengths are really different. Mm -hmm. But by golly, I'm going to cheer her on. Right. And she yeah. cheers me on. Yeah. And, and call on her. Yeah. When you're like, hey, I'm really struggling with this with my little. Like, can you help me reset my mind to mm-hmm. a place where I can kind of come up with ideas mm-hmm. of how to creatively cater to what they're needing here? Yeah. And alongside alongside my, you know, my advice of mm-hmm. being in community, mm-hmm. my mom has taught me this. In order to be a good friend, you have to let others be a good friend to you. Mm-hmm. 
And so what that looks like or what I have learned is asking for help is not just help for you. Mm -hmm. That is allowing somebody else to walk into your life. Mm -hmm. And that is important. Um, Muscling our way through motherhood is not going to do us any good. Mm -hmm. We're going to be lonely. We're going to be defeated. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to enjoy all that God has in store because we're not together. Yeah, that's so, 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 so good. (laughs) I love that. And I sometimes forget that. Mm -hmm. But I think some of the most enriching experiences of my life as a mom has been when I have invited, like, my husband's already there. Mm-hmm. My mom's oh, yeah. already there. My yeah. children are already there. But when I've found a friend mm-hmm. or a mentor or someone I look up to and I invite them into my heart, mm-hmm. that can be freeing. Mm-hmm. And you can make a deep connection that you wouldn't have otherwise made if you mm-hmm. hadn't said like, hey, sister, I know I haven't maybe shared about this before, but here's what I'm struggling with and here's what it looks like. And Mm -hmm. I just need someone else to know who can have kind of an unbiased opinion and like just sit with me in that. Very scary, very Mm -hmm. hard to do, but so rewarding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A conversation with a friend over the last couple of years, we we had read something or I shared with her something where it talked about like giving the last 2%. You know, we share surface level stuff and we, you know, we want to be real, but like, are Mm -hmm. we truly being vulnerable, even mm. to your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be with everybody. It shouldn't be with everybody. Right. Yeah. This whole idea of being authentic and being real, it doesn't mean you have, I have to tell you all my deep, dark secrets right yeah. now. No. But to have somebody, you know, even beyond your spouse, mm-hmm. give that last 2%. Yeah. You know, share that stuff that you, you're holding back on. Right. You know, find that person. Mm. And I do understand that making friends is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes from, you know, for me, we moved around quite a bit. So it was a constant starting over. Mm-hmm. And so making friends is really hard. And I want mm-hmm. to acknowledge that. But I also want to challenge and encourage moms to make an effort at doing that. Yeah. Because it really does make a difference in your life. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference when you can just, you know, not only just ask for help, but say, oh, my word, today mm-hmm. is really hard. This mm-hmm. child is annoying. Yeah. You know, just straight up being able to say that without feeling guilt. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's where I sense that potentially can tie in with joy is that if we're not connecting with somebody in a vulnerable way where we can go deep and share hard, mm-hmm. how can we share the true joy? Right. So yeah. so I think it was C.S. Lewis said something about the contrast of knowing true joy only when we felt deep deep sorrow because Mm. it's only after we felt really sad that we realize oh we were up here but now we're down here and so as we come out of this like neutral or positive place and into a more negative place that then we can look up and see oh well there's where I was and here I am Mm -hmm. now so maybe that can apply within a relationship a friendship Mm -hmm. that until we experience that low with them releasing that information and and disclosing that information are we really feeling a true genuine joy with this person Hmm. when there's not a a low point to contrast the high point with Hmm. if that makes sense yeah kelly thank you so much for chatting with me today and just for sharing a little piece of your motherhood journey yeah it was so fun gave me a lot of Mm -hmm. lot to think about different Mm -hmm. perspectives yeah i really appreciate your perspective and Just you as a person and as a friend and thankful to have you.
Thanks for listening and for taking the time to pause and turn inward today. It is so important to remember to take care of yourself in the midst of caring for everyone else. A special thanks to Kelly for being willing to share with us about her journey of motherhood. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a single mindful moment. For more mindful motherhood content, you can find me on Instagram at Maggie Metz. Until next time, be mindful, mama. Mama.